0: This is Ed Hula with uh, another edition of ATR Radio. Today we're talking with Balash Furgis, who is the head, the chairman of Budapest 2024, and we're very delighted to have you spend a a few minutes with us. Thank you very much.
1: Ed, uh, thank you very much for the opportunity. Always uh, uh, happy to talk to you and looking forward to this discussion.
0: We, We are talking in Doha where this week you made your first big presentation, international presentation, to the uh, ANOC Assembly. Um, What's your feeling about how the, how the presentation went, how it was received?
1: I think it's uh, whatever you do in life, however serious it is, it's always very important to enjoy it. And, you know, sport is a hard word, but you need to enjoy it. And I think only champions can be successful, not only do the hard work, but also have fun uh, when they exercise and when they compete. So I think we did all the preparations we needed to do. Uh, uh, We have a very good team. We had a very good team here in Doha, and I really enjoyed every single minute of the preparation and also uh, the presentation yesterday.
0: You presented Budapest as an alternative, as the right right bid for the right time, how is it an alternative? Why is it different than other cities which may have bid for the Olympics?
1: If you look at the very recent history of the Olympic Games, Beijing, London, Rio, Tokyo, four mega, mega cities in a row. And the question is who is fifth in that row, is it going to be a fifth uh, mega city, another one of the biggest and the richest cities of the globe? Or, as it used to be previously, uh, think of Helsinki, Stockholm, Barcelona, Amsterdam, Antwerp, do mid-sized Olympic cities, mid-sized global cities have a chance to host the games? And one of the points I was making uh, is that uh, a mid-sized global city uh, can host games at reasonable scale and reasonable cost. Uh, It would be a, a situation where the city and the Games would be truly one, the whole city would be one single Olympic Park and it would be an extremely compact and intimate Games arrangement, everything within almost within walking distance, <coughs> with an average travel time for the Olympic family and the athletes 12 minutes, imagine that. And uh, you know, the question is that, is the Olympic Games simply for the mega city, or for the mid-sized global cities too? And the Games for one mid-sized global city is a Games for all mid-sized global city. And Budapest could definitely encourage other cities that has the ambition, the ability, the capability, the will to, to stage the Olympic Games and the Paralympic Games, of course.
0: As a mid-sized city, though, you also have limitations. Your airport's not as big. You may not have as many hotel rooms. How do you deal with that, that kind of a challenge?
1: Well, it's obvious that uh, the Olympic Games is, uh, is the, the largest peacetime event. And uh, it's not enough just to be a mid-sized city and just to say that we are different. Obvious that there are the, the criteria that Budapest has to meet. And if you look at the, the development path uh, of Budapest for the next uh, seven years, independent oh of the okay. Games, If you look at the current status of the Hungarian economy, the development, Central Europe is the fastest-growing, best-performing economy, the Central European economies within the European Union. We have stability, uh, we have continuous growth. And for example, what you made reference to the airport, we will have, uh, there is uh, a continuous extension of the capacity of the Budapest airport. And uh, uh, anyhow, the Budapest airport, uh, seven, eight years from now, Will be an airport capable of uh, easily managing 15 million uh, uh, passengers a year. Uh, Obviously, if you have the games, you will have the necessary uh, airport uh, capacity regardless of the games. Uh, um, Accommodation is definitely uh, an area where Budapest will have to come up, and we came up in our uh, bid documents with some smart, uh, um, uh, sustainable solutions other than the hotel capacity in Budapest and uh, around the country. Don't forget that we also capitalise on the uh, um, uh, uh, agenda for uh, 2020 point, uh, making, encouraging the involvement of regional cities. Uh, we have some of the events in regional cities, and in Hungary it would be the uh, Games of the Nations, uh, They would cover the whole country. And uh, so we would, uh, obviously for accommodation, we would use the hotel capacity in Budapest, and we would have some uh, temporary solutions as well for example we have our uh, uh, river Danube and on the river Danube there would be yeah. hotel boats so uh, also we're speaking about summertime, so we would uh, utilize the, uh, the, the, the ten thousands uh, rooms of uh, dormitories in Budapest so we can make it
0: mm-hmm. uh, as far as the venues um, a number of them are already under construction you have new ones ready, ready to be put into use for the olympic games um, what's the big projects that still would need to be built be put together for an olympic games
1: yeah very importantly two of the major venues are under constructions as of we speak today one is actually being finished uh, next year we host the FINA world championship on over uh, fifteen thousand seats uh, Aquatic Centre is to be completed by the end of this year, uh, hosting the FINA event next year. Also, we have just we are just starting the, the construction of the 64,000 seats, 67,000 seats new Pushkash Stadium, which would be the host of the opening and the closing ceremonies as well. And uh, uh, as I told in the presentation, only three additional venues would be needed. Uh, for the Games, uh, if we complete all the plans, the ongoing constructions and the, the plans that we have independent of the Games. Um, uh, one of them is the, the Athletic uh, Stadium, uh, and uh, which would be uh, uh, in legacy mode a 15,000 uh, Athletic Stadium uh, and uh, extended uh, to the necessary capacity with temporary seating during the Games and we have uh, handball, fencing, we, we have a, hand, a handball fencing an indoor arena which would be the handball and fencing during the games and the legacy mode would be an indoor training athletic center, uh, the the one. center. and we have the, the, the some part of the tennis center that would be uh, needed uh, for the games all the others we will either have already have it or
0: uh, ten- Now venues are one thing but What has really been a problem for bids in recent years is public support and government support. One goes with the other, obviously. How is it in Budapest? How is it in Hungary? Do you have the Uh, public fully behind? uh, So
1: far, so good, I would say. uh, I think the government support couldn't be stronger. Uh, The government, the city, and the NOC, the Hungarian Olympic Committee uh, are fully aligned the City Council (laughs) last year, uh, it was a decision um, um, around 95% of the votes supporting the the, the bid. Uh, In the Parliament, uh, uh, when the Parliament passed the decision, it was over 80% majority. So the political system and the government is united and supporting the bid. And uh, the recent polls suggest that uh, uh, 58% of the Hungarians would be proud. To host the games and uh, would 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 be happy to host the games, would like to host the games, and 65 percent, interestingly a higher number, would be proud of it, meaning that even some of those people who would not like it, at the end of the day, would be proud if we end up uh, uh, hosting the games. I I think it's not enough. I think we have to have a stronger support, uh, and I really hope that uh, uh, that by spring and summer next year, this uh, support will increase with approximately. Uh, 10 percent.
0: You have the, the the FINA championships coming up next year is one way to bring attention to Hungry, Hungary and Budapest. Um, how important is that event? Do you have other sports events on the calendar that will help increase attention for your bid?
1: The FINA event in a way symbolizes what Central Europe and Hungary and Budapest is capable to do is capable to do. Uh, it was an extraordinary situation. There was a selected host for the twenty seventeen uh, FINA World Championship, a Mexican city. Uh, two years before the event, uh, the host city stepped back. And uh, all of a sudden, FINA was there without the no. host city. We didn't even have the venue at that point of time a year ago, uh, a bit more than a year ago. Uh, but Budapest, the government, the Hungarian Swimming Federation United, with the support of the Hungarian Olympic Committee, and we made a proposal to FINA that we are ready to build a venue, plan and build and deliver a venue at 15,000 aquatic center in less than two years, mm-hmm. ready to host uh, uh, FINA World Championship and we hold to our stick to our word. the venue being delivered by the end of this year next year after a few test uh, championships uh, test competitions in the in the spring in the summer I'm sure we will have we will host a very successful FINA World Championship in uh, uh, Budapest and you know Ed very well that swimming is uh, especially important for us Hungarians it's one of our uh, most successful discipline be anxious to see Katinka Hosszu, three-time uh, gold medalist in Rio, and uh, her fellows to compete in Budapest in front of the hum- home crowd. I'm sure that the venue will be full, and it would be a festival of sports. In those days,
0: what would an Olympic Games be like in in, in Budapest? Especially, you know, paint a, paint a picture, an idea for somebody who has not been to this city and doesn't really have a an idea just how dramatic a place it is how much history it it has the river going through it what kind of atmosphere would they expect
1: well, imagine uh, Budapest is very accessible it's in the middle of Europe uh, so very easy to fly uh, you arrive to, Bud- to the Budapest Airport in uh, um, 30 minutes you are in the city center uh, you take uh, uh, one of the recently built or recently renovated uh, uh, hotels. Budapest is going through a renaissance and an economic boom. And uh, you have a walk uh, and you, 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 you get to the river Danube. You have the magnificent view on the other side if you are living in Pest. Budapest means that the two parts of the city, one part is Buddha, the other part is Pest. You stay in downtown Pest, you walk to the river. On the other side, you see the hills of uh, Buda and you see the magnificent castle and the chain bridge. Uh, some historic uh, World Heritage sites, and you just take a walk and you can go north You can go north, and in a 20-30 minutes walk alongside the river uh, uh, with uh, biking people, walking people, sometimes having a sit down, sometimes having a slip of water in the fountains. You in a 20-30 minutes uh, uh, walk, you get to the northern area of the city where you have the Aquatic Centre the the velodrome, or if you and you you take uh, the direction uh, uh, to the south, then you in a similar twenty minutes you arrive to the huge Olympic Park where you have the Olympic Stadium, the, the Olympic Park, the village is a walking distance in the neighborhood of the Olympic Park and many other venues. And also you can reach very easily from any of the venues, uh, uh, downtown uh, Budapest, the Soho quarter of Budapest, where you have all the restaurants, the cafes and the bars, the museums and everything. The whole, the games and the city would be simply one. The games integrated into the fabric of the city, the whole city being one single Olympic park and uh, the festival of sport uh, for two uh, uh, two weeks, for the Olympic Games and another other two weeks for the Paralympic Games, it would be really a celebration, a joy and festival of sports, Cele- and the whole city would participate. And you can enjoy the city and the venues and the sport events in the same time. Actually, you would be, you w- you would be uh, able to attend a multiple of events every single day.
0: Balazs Ferries, thank you very much for joining us.
1: And Ed, thank you very much. I hope to talk to you again soon.
0: This is Around the Rings editor Ed Hula. Thanks for joining us on this edition of ATR Radio. Have a great day.